<laughs> today is March 31st, 2021. It is. Indeed. And do you want to know what happened today? I do indeed. Not like I have anything pre-prepared for the viewers at home to see. <laughs> it's National Prom Day today. It is National Prom Day. You know want to know a funny fact about my prom? Tell me. I didn't go. I went to like five of them. Okay. Well, you're just better a person. No, I... Maybe I was just slutty. Okay. <laughs> is anything else notable about today? It's National Crayon Day. It is National Crayon Day. Yeah. I feel like crayoning. Crayoning? I feel like there might be one more notable thing that happened. Today. It's Humpy Chest Day. Do you want? Excuse me. Let me explain that. <laughs> Humpy Canaro became in 1987 um she was an indian chess player and she was the youngest woman on that date to ever be named a chess grandmaster so and i call it looks, humpy chess day and that's uh what she looks like she looks like a very smart chess player this is what the grandmaster looks like she's good um well i tell you what you want to talk about any of that not any of them okay what do you want to talk about do you want the truth i want answers I don't memorize the script part. <laughs> I want to talk about a few good men. Oh, you changed it. Oh, Back on sorry. Us. Uh, oh, you know what we need? We need those um, color bars and the sounds like Misty and I is currently experiencing. <laughs> oh, my God. Completely. Yes. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about the movie A Few Good mm-hmm. Men and take it old school right after I these messages. Button. <laughs> I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Welcome back to the Ike program with the other person sitting in the room. We are talking about <laughs> Misty today. No, we're talking about a few good men. You don't like Did that I joke. get demoted? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when? When I got all this power with the switcher <laughs> and all like, these buttons and everything. We're partners. We have to have a discussion if we're going to demote me. And I have to agree to be demoted. <laughs> all in favor? All opposed? I don't have to switch to you while you vote. So it's just uh, one vote. Oh, my you know, God. Oh, you have too much power. <laughs> well, you can either have the roadcaster or the switcher. It's up to you. I'll take the roadcaster. That's because nothing happens on the road. I get to make the noises. Beep, boop, Yay! Bop, boop, beep, boop, bop, boop. Uh, yeah. I have a list of 21 things uh, that you never knew about the movie A Few Good Men. You're going to be surprised because I know quite a bit about A Few Good Men. Because it's written. <laughs> oh! <laughs> See what you did there? Is that a play off of my maybe I was slutty and that's why I went to so many proms? I mean, if the... Sh- if Those were not good it, men. <laughs> Those were not fits. good men. Men oh, at all. Boy. They were not even good boys. So actually, um, eh. I want to turn this episode back into prom day and Mm-mm. let's Google all the guys you went to prom with. In oh, fact, let's not. we've got Brian Hampson with us. I did not go to prom with anyone named Brian Hampson. There's only one of them I actually remember his name and that does Say not it on the air. well. That does Say not it on well the air. Me. Say it on the air. Mm-mm. His first name was Aaron, which is really funny because also Aaron Sorkin wrote a few good men. <laughs> yes, but he did not direct it. He did not, but he wrote it as a play initially. It wasn't supposed to be a movie. A play? Aaron Sorkin was a playwright? Yeah. Hmm. It actually, A Few Good Men, Rob Lowe played in London's West End for a really long time. It was on like their version of Broadway in London for ages. Wait, this movie yes. was a play? Yes. 
not that he wrote it was it for initially a play. written as a play yeah and then turned into a movie later whoa he wrote it on bar napkins while he was bartending that's one way to do it Aaron he's so cool uh not a fan I you don't like the walk and talk we've talked about it I, if you listen to his episode of um it's him and Ro- it's Rob Lowe's literally with Rob Lowe mm-hmm. his podcast he has Aaron Sorkin on it it's so meta talking and about a podcast on a podcast right it it's I had a whole different like impression of him after listening to him on that podcast. It was, he's just incredible. It's incredible. Well, he's, he's a dude. You know what I like to do? Tell me. I like to start off with stats and facts. I know you do. Tell me some stuff. Do you want to guess how much money <clears throat> the movie A Few Good Men made? I don't really have any idea. Boom. Holy crap. $243.2 million. That was like massively in the beginning of like Tom Cruise's major heyday. Good. Let's find out the production budget. I don't know why I didn't pre-open this. Production budget. Guess how much it costs to make without looking at the screen. I don't. I'm trying. Like, I'm not going to look. 40. 40. Wow, that's not if, bad. If you told me, hey, bud, if I, if I came to you and I was like, hey other person in the room can i borrow 40 million dollars you would be like no way dude Mm -hmm. and then if i said i'll give you your 40 back plus two more million plus two more million yeah because i would keep the other 200 you're such a jerk (laughs) (laughs) all right give me some you know that um demi moore only made two million dollars for her role in the movie Hmm. that's a huge part of the production budget it is a huge part but in comparison to her co-star. That's 5%. In comparison to her co-star. Oh, are we doing that thing? We're not. Actually, we're just going to move along. How much did everybody else make? <laughs> nope. Misty? <clears throat> nope, 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 nope. Okay. So, this is super cool. Tom Cruise saw the Broadway play before signing on to play Lieutenant Caffey. Interesting. He also insisted on learning the details of all of the legalese dialogue in the script. So, like... He sat with lawyers and said, what does this mean? Like, how can I say this and sound the way I'm supposed to when I say these things? I want to understand them. Which I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Good yeah. for you, Tommy. He was boy. learning. Yeah. Learning proud you, things. Proud of you, Tommy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. Why? Tell me. I'm sorry. What I'm is just, it? I'm just bad at reading. And I don't know if they'll be able to see this if I pull it up. So let's read it together. Uh, for fellow lawyer, Lieutenant Sam Weinberg, the filmmakers first thought, first thought of Seinfeld. No, they, asterisk. they probably thought of Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Yeah, but am I, am I going crazy? Look at no, this. No, you just pick stuff that's written Look. really poorly. Yeah. S- Sam Weinberg was played by Kevin Pollack in the movie, but initially it was Jason Alexander who they were looking at to play it. So he later on is George Costanza in Seinfeld. That is just written incredibly. It's I, written and really now, and badly. And now I can show people how badly it's written. Right. Oh, it. so here's what happened. It was supposed to be Jason Alexander, and then Seinfeld was renewed for a second season. Yeah. So that he wasn't available anymore. Exactly. Which Kevin Pollack filled that role incredibly. Oh, he played 100%. it like dead on. Yeah. I'm He's gonna, great. I'm going to watch it tonight. I, I think I might for, too. Either that or you know what movie it reminds me of hmm. is... Um, because this, this is supposed to be the Navy, right, that they're in? I believe so, yeah. Um, what's the... Yeah, the Navy Whites that they What's were. the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. and he's a dive guy? <gasps> oh, 
what is that? It's super good. Googling it. Mm. Cuba Gooding. Cuba. Cuba Gooding. Um, can I tell you that Jack Nicholson was oh. paid $5 million for his 10 days of work? That sounds about right. Stab you. Uh, okay, so tell me. Your boy, Jr. your boy Cuba was in A Few Good Men. He was. Yeah. Is this the movie I'm thinking about? I don't think so. No, I think you're thinking of a totally different movie because he was a, a diving guy. Yeah. Uh, um, De Niro was the, the guy and the dive guy. Yeah. Diving. Movie. No, you're definitely. It's a totally a different movie. I know what you're talking about. Men of Honor. Yes. Yes. Which was a super great movie. Yes. Too. You know what else is about the Navy? Tell me. Top Gun, which is your boy Tom Cruise. That's about, Aren't they Air Force pilots? They're are, learning to fly. Those are naval aviators. Naval aviators. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's Forgive okay. me. You're just You're totally right. The entire country and I didn't. Our armed forces. I, I would never. My, my grandfather was in the Navy. In the Navy. Um, um, what's the plot for those uh, okay. younger folks? So this that- is actually super interesting. It wasn't something that Sorkin just came up with on his own. Um, his older sister, Deborah, had joined the Navy JAG Corps um, after she graduated from law school. And she called him on one Sunday morning. She was telling him about this case she was working that involved a hazing gone wrong at Guantanamo Bay. And the, the accuser said he was ordered to carry out those orders by a superior. And it was called a code red. Hmm. So then he went on to work as a bartender at um, a Broadway theater. So while all these patrons were taking in other Broadway shows, he started writing A Few Good Men on cocktail napkins. He went home at night and then would type up what he had written on the napkins <laughs> on a computer that he shared with his roommates. And he continued to do that until he finished the play. So it's actually based on a true story of something that his sister, who was a lawyer in the Navy JAG Corps, told him about. That is nuts. Yeah. You know what else so is So co- Code Red is... Is Mountain Dew, our favorite flavor. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> um... I think a, a code red is when you do something really bad to so one of your fellow. That's code red, right? That's right. I can't wait to go. Oh, I just missed it. Uh, I can't wait to go and have a code red after work. I am not going to have a code red. I, f- I like my insides. I like myself. Do you? <laughs> so I don't, not into that. Here's probably my favorite fact about the movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read along with everybody at home. Here we go. Boop. Uh, that's my boy. Kiefer Sutherland. It is our boy, Kiefer. Yep. Boy, oh boy. We got boy, some oh boy. tall tales to tell there mm. if Walls could talk. Mm, mm, mm. After 24, if it's Pools easy to talk. think there's nothing Kiefer Sutherland can't do. But back in 1992, he still had trouble driving a Jeep. The scene where uh, his Lieutenant Jonathan Kendrick escorts the Navy lawyers around the Guantanamo base had to be shot several times because Sutherland reportedly kept clipping the Marines playing extras. <laughs> He literally hit the Marines. Yeah, your boy can't drive. Your boy, I'm not surprised by that. Like he drive. shouldn't be able to anyway. Yeah. And then I think he Ugh, he Wow. I think he purposely lived in New York for a very long so time. So he didn't have to drive. Yeah. And then when he's in LA, he's gotta drive. Right? Yeah, of course. Wow. I can't believe 
He legitimately hit them with the with the jeeps. Yeah, incredible. And then we can't go a whole episode without talking about the most famous scene in the movie. Okay, <clears throat> what do you have about it? Because I, I have a pretty cool like a pretty cool fact about it. Oh, I just have this picture of him screaming. Okay, so. There is a very famous scene where Tom Cruise is trying to get information out of Jack Nicholson, who is apparently the superior that ordered the code red. And Jack Nicholson is hiding kind of behind this idea that there are things that happen in the military that no one needs to know about because that's how they make the men stronger. And... Basically, Tom Cruise is screaming at him to get the truth out of him. And then Jack Nicholson has a response to that. Um, He did that courtroom speech 45 times at full intensity every single time. That's nuts. Even all of the shots that were for Tom Cruise's angle. Mm -hmm. Every single time Jack Nicholson sat there and delivered it with the same level of fire and anger which is super <clears throat> rare these yes. days like i would never have right. talent do a full intensity performance he requested it tom did but no jack nicholson oh wow he wanted the rest of the courtroom the reactions of the people behind tom cruise to be real he wanted to like to for the cameras to be able to see the the fear and the surprise on all of their faces And so he kept doing it over and over and over. And um, the only thing that he could say about it after it was over is that he was quite spent by the time he was finished. Yeah. I mean, 50 takes is probably more. That's insane. It's probably a full day. Yeah. Completely. It might have taken two days to cover that whole scene. Yeah. Totally. Let's see if it's on Netflix. A few good men Netflix. Yeah, where can we watch it tonight? Amazon. All right, I got Amazon Prime. I'm going to go home and watch it's that shit. A Few Good Men on Netflix. It's been a while. Watch A Few Good Men on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, that's about all we got on A Few Good Men. I want answers still. You can't handle the answers. <laughs> I want answers. I want the... I want the truth. Hold on. Let me get the cameras on the right people. (laughs) Let's put it on this person in the room here. Okay, go ahead. I want answers. I want the truth. No, I want the truth. I want answers. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't have the script in front of me. I don't either. But so I'm going to, I'm going to be Tom Cruise. I want answers. I want the truth. You're supposed to be Jack Nicholson and go, you can't handle the truth. But you you were supposed to say, he, I want the truth. And then I say, you can't handle the truth. I want answers. I want the truth. I want the truth. <laughs> what are you, do, you have, do you have two lines in a row here? What's the problem? I don't, I'm very bad Get at this. Get the script out. I, okay. You say you want answers. All right, let's read it together. We can okay. put it on the big screen here. I can't see. Okay, this shit. so we're gonna start right here. You're you're Jack Nicholson, Colonel Jessup. Hold on, let me make it bigger for you. There you go, and then okay. sc- scroll up a little bit. Okay, Down. that's where we're starting. No, we're starting no, I right do the there. Whole, I want to do the whole scene. We're gonna do the whole thing. Yeah, I'm, we don't have Judge Randolph. I'll be Judge Randolph. 
Okay. Consider yourself in contempt. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer (laughs) that question. That's you again. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled to. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! <laughs> We're good. A, I've got a pretty good Jack Nicholson you, in me. And, uh, and you have a pretty good, uh, what's his name? Tom Cruise? Yeah, the other guy. I'll be Tom Cruise any day. Uh, well, for today, it's not Friday. It's not. And so camera's backwards there. We'll... See you, see you on Monday, tomorrow. We'll see you at the truth. You won't see me ever. <laughs> Bye. You, Lieutenant Weinberg, I have a greater responsibility than you. Are you recording this? Stop it. Stop it. I was on the wrong screen. <laughs> Do another scene. Oh, let's see. What, what are some of the good ones other than that? Save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Oh, save it for where we need it. Need it most. <coughs> well, when the other person in the room stops clearing their throat, we'll begin the episode. I'm sorry. I had some phlegm. It's National Phlegm Day, everybody. Welcome back to the <laughs> Is it actually National Phlegm Day? It's not. But there's three things that it is National Days of. What are they? Uh, well, March 31st is National Prom Day. National Prom Day. That is not it. <laughs> fuck that up. Sorry. Let's start over. Okay. My big fat Wait, you fu- want me to narrate what the days are? And yeah. then for, Okay. Yeah. Sorry uh, about that. It's okay. It's good that we started. We got we got turned around. Turn around. Turn around. Every, Every now, now and then, then I get a little bit lonely and uh, something, something in your eyes. Turn around. Every now and then, I can't believe we're recording and we're gonna put this on the internet. Bonnie Tyler. Oh my God. Bonnie Tyler. Total eclipse of the heart. Uh, well, it's a total eclipse of my heart. I don't know where I'm going with that. 